need some motivation on your Chinese business endeavor, may be curious about what the Chinese business environment is all about, or want to laugh out loud listening to war stories on the ground in China, then this is your show, China Business Cast. All right, episode 77 of China Business Cast. It's Mike Delaney here and my trusted co-host Shlomo. How's it going, Shlomo? Hello, hello. Hello from the U.S. Yeah, we changed places. We, I was just in the U.S. during Chinese New Year and, and you are uh, just I, getting I, I there. I just came several days after you were here. So literally, almost like high five in the air. <laughs> yeah, we should have done a virtual high five. And <laughs> yeah, how are things going back home? Yeah, it was it was it was uh, it was nice to be back to the states. It's been a few years for me, and boss, uh, it's back back in China is where my life is now. And and uh, like we we're talking about, I'm busy, busy, busy preparing for the cross border summit coming up less than a month and a half now, April twentieth and twenty first in Shenzhen. So we're really excited, and uh, one of these years we got to get you here, Shomo. It's on our list. Yeah, I, we we both we keep saying that uh, the, the threat that I'll come. I don't know who threatens who, but we definitely should do this. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. Um, it was nice to see definitely. you last year, a little bit afterwards. But we got some excited announcements. We had an announcement last last episode. Yes, and, and we have some things to announce. You want to share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we had announced the announcement. We asked for the community help for running the show and indeed we got great people which we welcome uh, and we have uh, two new team members uh, so we welcome Grace which helping us find great guests to bring you uh, to bring in to the show and so she's streaming everything and helping us with that so uh, we can keep uh, bringing them on and we've got Verena and she's in charge of helping with uh, moderating the WeChat group and helping with the sponsors. She's helping finding them. She's speaking with them. Um, So we encourage our listeners uh, which want to support the show, if you have an idea of a sponsor or um, if you want to sponsor the show yourself, uh, you're welcome to email hosts at chinabusinesscast.com. And uh, we're very grateful about that. And uh, Verena will will help us with streaming, streamlining this process. Yeah, and we also cover two big cities in China. Grace is here in Shenzhen, and Farina is up in Shanghai. So we are we're uh, covering more ground. Shlomo's conquering China. China. <laughs> Proud of it. Definitely, definitely. So who's the guest for today? You sure, made the interview. So. I I don't know her actually. Yeah, Michelle. Ibarra, she is a very ex- exciting woman. She's, I met her, she was also a, a speaker at the chat conference in Shanghai late last year. It's uh, great to get her show online now. She's a Mexican-American. She's multitasking millennial that's in the hip and trendy former French concession neighborhood in Shanghai, China. And she's become a leader and collaborator in Asia, helping out with these communities that i we talked a lot about Girls Gone International. She keeps calling it GGI in the show, which is a nonprofit application, a website, and magazine, and community helping the next generation of expat women living abroad. So 
She's done quite a great job. We talk mostly about WeChat communities, WeChat groups and strategies. She's managing so many different groups in WeChat and she shares about how she finds moderators in different cities and how she segments her groups to better grow and manage her community. I think it's something that the China Business Cast and other other businesses that Shlomo and I are involved in should learn from yeah. to uh, maybe she segments down and she's really done a great job and I, she shares quite a great uh, amount of knowledge. I know a lot of listeners always ask for more WeChat interviews and content. So this is a, this is one of them. So I hope everybody enjoys. Awesome. Let's tune in. Let's do it. All right. We are here at chat conference, Shanghai. Always great to be here. And we're talking WeChat communities with Michelle. Yes. Hi, I'm Michelle Ibarra, and I run about 20 WeChat groups across wow. five cities in China. Amazing. Well, four and a half, technically, if you count Hong Kong. Yeah. Right? So it's five with Hong Kong. Let's not get political. <laughs> <laughs> I get some hate mail sometimes. <laughs> so, but, I uh, say five. Great. And uh, how did that get started? Mm, so basically, I've been living in Shanghai for three and a half years, and about... Uh, three years ago, we, I started GGI Shanghai with a friend. And it's basically based off a global community for women who travel. So it's called Girl Gone International, GGI for short. And we just basically were having like little events to gather expat women. And we started a group chat. And it went, it was just, I mean, it was just like 10 girls to start. And then we had another event, 20, 10 more girls. And it just basically grew. So Shanghai has been around for three years. So we have a ton of WeChat groups here. But for the rest of China, it's basically kind of, it's just grown with time. Um, girls have reached out to me and they want to start a community in Beijing or Chengdu. So they talk to me and I help them, I facilitate them, I support them. And it's all under this umbrella of Girl Gone International. Okay. So it's just, it's been a very busy three years, but it's, it's been great because it's just nice for me, especially as a woman who's lived here alone, came to Shanghai alone. Wow. That if I go to Chengdu, if I go to Beijing, there is a community of women there. That is awesome. Ready for me to, you know, go hang out with them and meet friends. And it's, it's just nice. Okay. Let's, uh, so we, a lot of our listeners are not so familiar with WeChat, if you can believe it, or they're not in China. Okay. Um, oh. So community groups, so groups, uh, I think obviously, you know, even like in WeChat, there's, uh, I mean, even in Facebook, you know, there's Facebook groups. Right. So you had an there's, it feels like O2O here. You said like offline, you had an event. Right. In person. Right. And then at the event, you made a group? Yes. Okay. So basically, we had our first event in Shanghai three years ago, and we just started a group. It's kind of like WhatsApp, right? Like they have groups on WhatsApp mm -hmm. too. Not quite the functionality of WeChat, not even close. Not even close, definitely. So we started the group, and, um, and then when we had a second event and a third event, we added more girls in, and it just gets bigger and bigger. And with WeChat groups, right, the maximum is 500. So once you hit that 500 mark, you're like, okay, well, you can start a second group and a third group, and you can name them. So it's basically how it works. Yeah. Better than Facebook in that regard. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So this is awesome. And then you're the manager of all the groups? Right, I'm the admin. So yeah. I've started all of them. Okay. Um, after we have, well, we have a, there's a community manager in each city. Okay. But I admin just because I need to help them. And a lot of them, WeChat has its own functionality with the groups. So you can have a group notice and you can do different things with it. So that's why as admin, like, um, you have that 
you're the gatekeeper in a lot of ways. Cool. So. Yeah, exactly. So, like, we we talk about it sometimes. We have a WeChat group for the podcast and stuff, and sometimes people, we need to be reminded about mm. the rules. Yes. <laughs> you want to give some tips on rules? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's why they asked me to come here today, because I am notorious in Shanghai for being like a bitch basically, <laughs> for being super strict um people don't know me in person but just because of the way i talk on wechat they're like oh you know she's really strict and i am i'm very direct um because the group notice which is like the group rules or what it's basically you have to say what the group chat is for right so in my case it's for women um only women and globally girl gone international is not a promotional platform so it's not a group for you to go and I'm going to go sell my product mm-hmm. or, you know, if you're whatever it is, you're selling perfume or something, you know, it's not for that. It's not for promotional. You go there, you join GGI to to make friends. So for my groups, I don't allow any flyers, any sales, any promotion, any QR codes, like nothing at all. The whole point of WeChat groups, in my opinion, is to, you know, have authentic discussion, to talk, to, you know, to just, what are you doing tonight? Or, you know, where do I find a good tailor, a good, you know, manicurist, things like that, just to have discussion. So that's why, um, in terms of group rules, you definitely need to be really strict and say exactly what your policies are, like, you know, no spamming, no articles, and... Um, every group is a little bit different, definitely. Um, but as far as my groups are concerned, definitely um, it's for discussion. I call it a discussion-based platform. Got it. Yeah, and then so you said there's rules where you can make the group only you can add them or there's verification. You said people get added. Yeah. Right. So I, I my group chat for the GGI ones, I have to add the people only oh, i can add them so can. girls can try and add their friends and i can approve it mm-hmm. so i do like if it's um so we have a team here if one of the team members tries to add their friend you know i'll be like okay sure but generally if it's a woman that's nobody ever met it's somebody that's brand new to shanghai or a friend of a friend what i do which i think is another thing reason why they brought me here today was because i send a questionnaire oh. so i send them a questionnaire then they answer the questionnaire. Then I add them into the group chat. Um, and then I tell them all the rules. And I'm very, very clear about it before they even join the groups. Nice. So women cannot. That's why it's, it's GGI is a special thing where usually most groups, like, you know, they don't have that regulation. You can just add your friends and it will grow and it will grow. But then people start spamming and it, that's kind of exactly. the admin. So I would say the number one thing with starting a WeChat group is implement your rules beforehand know Mm. what your group chat is beforehand because otherwise people will just join and they'll just think it's like you know a promotional platform advertising and they'll they won't care about what it represents yeah and i think that it's a big thing here it's true so the application it's not definitely part of wechat right so you're you're having them uh is it a form is it is it text it's text yeah i just send about five questions and then a little history about the the organization because it's a non-profit organization okay so yeah so yes speaking about profit so even non-profits have to support themselves is there any is it income at all there's no, no income at none. all <laughs> none wow. at all i mean <laughs> i don't know there's something wrong with making money for you know helping helping people i mean even if it is non-profit you could 
use that to grow it and support it? And yeah, is there- you know what I would. So Anne Scott, um, she's in Spain right now. She lives in Spain. She's the founder. And when I started with GGI four years ago, four and a half years ago, there was no cities in Asia. So it's like my baby. I've seen it. It's 20 cities now. And so when I talked to her, you know, she's one of my good friends. And, you know, of course, we would love to have this, you know, huge organization that keeps growing that's self-funded. But right now, everybody likes volunteering. Because, okay. I don't know, it just I think it gives us something to do outside of our nine to five or yeah. day jobs. And it's honestly like a, just a way to connect. Because that's otherwise, you're just hanging out with your coworkers. True. So this, you know, it's a platform for women to meet women in other industries, but that are also expats. So... I mean, I think there is a future in GGI. I think there could be some kind of, you know, if it was, there has been a lot of offers to buy GGI and well, like to partner with them apps, yeah. travel apps. Yeah, I'm sure. Because you know, yeah, women, expat women is a great market for. It's a niche market. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. And that's what, you know, I've told her, I was like, she's like, yeah, I've had people that, you know, want to sponsor us and want to, you know, collaborate and partner and we get, you know, part of their sales for their app. But she's like, but then, I don't know, I, she thinks that everybody will start to think differently. It'll be a business. Mm. It'll be corporate. It is. It and is it will change true. The, it will change people's mentalities. They'll do it because they have to, not because they want to. Mm. So, I don't know. I'm kind of on the, I've been kind of pushing her, like, you know, we need to make it. Because there is at least the core team, like, all of us, like, I'm managing 20 cities. Yes. And I have a full-time job. So, this is, like, it takes a lot of my time. It does. That's what I was going to get into. Like, how much time does it? You know, I think a lot of times people, admins of groups get a little bit tired and they let it go and it gets out of control. I mean, honestly, it's on my list is to, to exit groups. I can show you my phone is a nightmare. Yeah. I'm in so many groups. Um, so can you give us like the normal process? Maybe you're how often are you checking it like all the time or you have like batching or are you like how you reading all the messages overnight? Yeah. Like it used to drive me insane. I could I'm imagine. not going to lie. Like yeah. I would say maybe a year ago it was it was really it was keeping me really busy and it was stressing me out and um, people took the groups for granted because you know a lot the other thing about Shanghai is that we have a team and we have multiple people and we get discounts and things so girls know if they join the group like oh we have a discount at this salon or where nobody else does so people were trying to join and they were kind of taking it for granted so I think that's when I kind of realized you know I'm going to systemize it in my own mind and try and not let it get to me. Um, so now I'm really just systematic about it. Like Mondays and Wednesdays mornings, I spend maybe two hours wow. and, I'll, and I'll do all the group notices and I'll send all the events out. And then maybe three times a day, I'll kind of check in. The thing is, I don't, I also want to interact. Like that's the big thing about my groups is that I want to interact yeah. with the girls. Like I yeah. want it to be, so if I read something and I'm, I'm interested in it, like food, I'm a huge foodie in Shanghai. I'm a huge <laughs> nice. Bon App, you know, power user. I love food. Sweet. So my foodie group is my favorite group. Like I always am talking it. where like the other groups, the fitness group, obviously I'm not very into fitness. So <laughs> not that you guys can see me, but I'm not into fitness. You're pretty fit. <laughs> thank you. No oh, thank you. But, um, I, so I let that, that group kind of facilitate, facilitates itself really okay the girls in that group they're very much um 
into fitness and they dedicate themselves to it. And they're really helpful. They help each other a lot. And it's, it's, it's nice. Some groups are more work than others, but now I have it down to a system in my own mind. And so now it doesn't stress me out. Now I enjoy it. And now I think I've filtered out the majority of the women who are not as involved and not helpful. So everybody in there is, like, you know, a genuine person that it wants to be a part of the community. Right. And that's why it's supposed to, that's what it's meant to be, right? It's meant to be a community. True. Like the China Business Cast and want to get involved? We have special offers for supporters of the show, starting from just one U.S. dollar and up. We have something for everyone. Check out all the different ways to engage at www.chinabusinesscast.com slash support. That's www.chinabusinesscast.com slash support. Thanks. So then you're mentioning these uh, these different types of groups, and there's that 500 limit, which you must be hitting on maybe some of them. How do you decide the structure? Is it by city? It seems like you have foodie groups, you have right. fitness groups. <laughs> so Shanghai, because it's been three years, um, it started with just a main group, and you could talk about anything um, related to lifestyle, food, fitness, fashion, etc. But then as time went on, I think it was about a year and a half ago, I was hosting events by myself, and there was 70 to 80 women coming to our monthly, one monthly event. Wow. And I was literally like, I can't do this shit by myself. Like, yeah. this is insane. Like, I can't host an event this big. So I asked around, and I was like, okay, well, what are you girls interested in? I kind of gauged, and one girl was like, you know, I really want a book club. And there's not really many women-only book clubs in Shanghai. Can I start it? I'm like, of course. So we started the book club group. And then the second one was the fitness group. And then we kind of continued. One of the girls was like, oh, I love the arts. And you guys don't do enough arts events. I'm like, well, then you can organize them and you can host them. And it just became, you know, it just, it grew like that, basically. It was just what the girls were interested in and girls approaching me about what they wanted to yeah. organize. And, I mean, it's amazing that, I mean, I have a ton of managers in Shanghai that are really helping me. I couldn't do it without them. There's no way, like... Um, it's great. So now we have like between four to six events a month. Wow. Yeah. So then I'm just trying to think, let's me, let's maybe list some names. So it's like, uh, GGI Shanghai book club. Yeah. Literary club, foodie club, fitness club, fashion club, business club, arts and culture club. And I think that's it. Okay. And then the main groups, which are just travel, <laughs> everything so, else, basically. That you'd I, be surprised. There's a lot of other topics besides those main topics. Yeah, I could imagine. So I just, like, I guess, I'm still trying to wonder, like, if they like books, but they're in Beijing. They can be in all of them. Okay. They could still be in the Beijing. They could be in a Shanghai book club. Yeah, they can. Um, Beijing is just one WeChat group right now. Beijing oh, is a baby. It's a brand oh, new community. Cool. I, it's less than, it's like, they've only had five or six events. Oh, I see. So it, Beijing is growing. Um, and Xiamen as well, one of our newest communities. But Hong Kong is pretty big and Chengdu is pretty big. All right. So it just depends. Like Shanghai is the biggest because I've been here for three years. Um, and there's a lot of women in Shanghai, a lot of expat women. Yeah. So it's grown over the years. Um, as for the other communities, I think, as far as I can see, based on my my research, uh, Chengdu is really into nightlife. The girls there are very much into nightlife. So I nice. feel like if they had a second group, it would be a nightlife group. Nice. That's good. Oh, so that's what we have in Shanghai. We have a nightlife group as well. Oh. So. That, that could be good. Bring a bunch of, inter you know, I'm sure bars and clubs would love to have your group go there. You know, mm -hmm. discounts yeah. or 
freebies or something. There's always like ladies' nights and stuff. Exactly. I mean, there's so much to do with it, and it's that's why I'm like, I I love it because it's all my best friends I met through the community nice. through the events. Um, it does get overwhelming. I could imagine. And it is a ton of work. But the girls, like especially the team, the core team in China, we have a WeChat group as well, just us. And we help each other and we support each other because we know what it's like. Um, it's definitely in itself being a woman in leadership is it's another complete conversation we could yeah, have. That's, so. a, that's a whole nother. That's a big topic. Yeah. So um, it's nice because GGI, it's it's um, it's a community, but it's also a support system. And we also grow a lot. Like I've grown a lot um, in the past four years, you know, managing Asia, managing yeah. even just managing Shanghai. I've learned a lot about myself and how to you know talk to people and how to host events and it's uh, and even graphic design which is my business now actually believe it or not because of ggi it's all spurred from there hmm. so it's uh it is a it's a good community okay. i'm happy i'm proud of it great and is you said there's like uh, some uh, ashley scott in spain so is it a website is it facebook is there more there is a magazine Oh, it's a magazine. There's a magazine as well that is created by all the women all over the world mm. from all the GGI cities because there's over 130 cities now. And that's in five, six years. So not very long. So all of us contribute. Like I write articles and other girls. Actually, one of our Shanghai girls right now is the one in Spain creating the magazine, like handling it. So it's really nice. Like you see the women going across the world and helping each other and still connecting to GGI. So we have a magazine, we have a website, and I'm, I told them to do an app. I told them, why, why are you not doing an app already? But, I mean, that's a huge project, too. So without funding, we can't really do anything. So All right. I got it. And I'm just, I have a little short list here. Uh, has there been any incidents, like, when you wake up and there's a huge fight in a group, maybe? Or oh my how gosh. do you deal with that? One girl recently in Chengdu there's not much drama in Shanghai but in Chengdu it was about three or four days ago a woman posted a picture of another woman and a guy and she was saying the most and it was all in Chinese she posted this long paragraph in Chinese basically slandering this other woman and talking about her boy she stole her boyfriend and just oh, calling no. her the most obscene names and I woke up and at first I was like I mean, I think it used to get me angry, but now I'm just like, I laugh and I'm just like, you know, that's super inappropriate. You shouldn't be slandering women first, second, not in a group chat of hundreds of people. So I just, I removed her. That's uh, all you can do. You yeah. know, you remove her. Because you can't delete anything either. Yeah, you can't delete it. That's the big thing with WeChat that I hope they develop because WeChat has developed so much in the past few years that I'm hoping that they put this function so you can remove what people say. Yep. Yep. That is true. Yeah, this has been great. So what would you say is a tip for somebody inspired from today's talk, wanting to start their own community? Like, have a, have a brand first. Have an ethos, you know. Create an ethos that is a niche because I think those are the most successful WeChat groups. I think the ones that are even like dog lovers, not even that's, even that is broad. Dog lovers who like to dress their dogs in pirate costumes you know like really niche i think having a really strong ethos is the first step and then you know having a few friends that you know are interested in it 
and put them in the group and then create a name and have some rules that would pertain to your specific group. And I think that's it. I, I think there's, I mean, there's so many great communities in Shanghai. And the ones that I think are the strongest are the ones that have a very strong, basically, you know, background and, and story. They have a, sto mm. a very solid story and they know exactly what they're doing, whether it's professional women or food or, you know, Italian food, things like that. Okay. So definitely, Ex I would say first create, know who you are first before you start a group check. Because if you just start it just because you want to, it's, it's not going to do well. Makes sense. This has been great. And I know you're speaking soon, so you got to prepare. Um, and then how about, so if people want to connect with you or your groups or, or find out more, what's some good ways they can do that? Mm, I would say the best way is to go on meetup, meetup.com. We use meetup and for our events, we post our events there. And then when a woman comes to an event, then we usually add her to the group chats. Because now with, with WeChat, you can only have 5,000 contacts. Yep. So for I know. me, I have I'm to... I'm at that too. Yeah, you have to start a new WeChat. Oh. And so now I'm, I'm basically going through this myself right now where I'm like, oh no, I have to delete people. But this I don't sucks. want to because it's a tough thing to do. So I would say through Meetup um, right now or through girlgoninternational.com. Okay. Is also you can also go through there and it will link you to our Facebook group, which we don't really use. We don't use our GGI Shanghai Beijing Facebook groups, but we do have them. <laughs> they are there. So Very. <laughs> that would no, be a this is great. <laughs> Thanks so much, Michelle, for sharing and good luck at your talk today. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. It was nice meeting you. Yeah. Doing business in China is a complex world. You can quickly feel alone and lost in its maze. But don't worry, China Business Cast is here for you. Sign up for our newsletter and regular updates on our website at www.chinabusinesscast.com. Thanks for tuning in.